It's Friday on Boys Trip. Friday. So, big story. Big story in tennis and sports news. Um, this is probably the biggest story to hit the tennis circuit in a long time. A long time. This story is as big as it usually is when Serena wins a Grand Slam. Yeah. This story is like that big. It'll be what people remember from the French Open this year. Yeah, no one's going to care who wins. No. At this point. Especially when it's not going to be Osaka or Serena or anybody yeah, like that. Even if, it was a, even if a wild card wins the, the French Open this year, nobody's going to care. Like oh gonna, yeah, they're gonna be really, very little press coverage. This no. story is gonna dominate the whole, the rest of the the tournament, and it's gonna change sports media, I believe. We can get into that. Yeah. So <clears throat> Naomi Osaka, um, Japanese American ten- tennis player. I mean, she 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 always she goes as Japanese, yeah. but she doesn't speak Japanese. Like she grew up here and everything. Yeah, I think um, she her dad's Haitian. Her dad's Haitian. Yeah, yeah, and. Um, she doesn't like press conferences. We didn't know this. I mean, you can kind of tell she was uncomfortable. I yeah, think. she's she she doesn't she doesn't seem like she enjoys uh, interviews. So she skipped the interview. Um, she told yeah she told them before the tournament started. She was like, "Look, I'm." I think she said she wasn't in a great headspace or something like that. Yeah, and said I'm just not doing interviews during the tournament. Right. And what they find her for that? They find her. Now that's yeah. what sports leagues do. My my wife was asking me about that. She was like, "You get fined for not doing interviews because when you hear it, it doesn't make any sense." Yeah. But I was explaining that the reason they do that is because if no one gave interviews, the sport would not be marketed nearly as much. Like that is a big part of the sports media and how they keep fans engaged. Yeah. Is what you say in the interview, reporting on it, showing the clips. And it really, there would be a whole lot less engagement in any sport. Um, because NBA, they find you too if yeah. you don't go speak. Because if no one spoke, if they played, got off the court and didn't say anything, it would be a lot harder to engage the fans. So there is a reason for making people speak to the media. Right. Um, but she does not like it. And she says it's anxiety. And tennis is, a, they're all mental games. But tennis is a very mental game. Yeah, because it's just, I mean, in most cases, unless you're playing doubles, it's just you. It's just you. And yeah. you can really get wrapped up. We know we both play varsity. Yeah. You get wrapped up in your own thoughts a yeah. lot. I mean, tennis is a sport where when the airplane is flying above, you got to wait for the airplane to move out the way. That's yeah. how mental of a game it is. There's you no screaming. The... There's no yelling. There's yeah, no none confetti. Of that. None of that. You hear a car horn go off. You're like, nah, hold on. Yeah, let, let, let it finish. Or if somebody's car alarm goes off, you're like, all right, we got to wait. We're going to wait until this is... They hit the button or something. Exactly. And it, and it's not just tennis being bougie. I'm sure some of it is that. But it's also because it is that mental of a... I mean, it's just a different game. Like, you have a lot of space. 70, 80% of the time, you're not... Maybe even more, you're not hitting a ball. Yeah. So, you're thinking, you're gathering your thoughts. If people were yelling shit at you, yeah. it just wouldn't work. If you were about to serve, and it's like, hey, you suck. Like, yeah. it's, 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 it's not going to... Yeah, no, no, no. They'll kick people out of the tournaments for that. Oh, yeah. No, you yeah. can't do that. You can't even walk to your seat. Um, you have to wait between games yeah. to walk to your seat. Yeah. Yeah. So, so all that being said, uh, men, your, your, your mental, your mind state is very important in tennis. And she yeah. was saying that she doesn't like to give the interviews for her mental health. Yeah. That they give her a lot of anxiety to do these uh, these post-match interviews that they have to do yeah yeah i think especially because tennis is a 
I mean, primarily a, a one-person game. Or yeah. It's one-on-one. Um, like in basketball or baseball or whatever, if you have a terrible game, yeah, you can just be like, yo, I don't want to talk. Or like give a terrible interview and they'll just go interview somebody else. Right, right. In tennis, it's if you win, like they want to talk to you. If you lose, they want they to talk, talk to you. So what happened on that point? There was a point in the third game where you got a little angry and you banged your racket against the ground. Yeah. Um, what was going through? It's like, yeah, I was mad. Like, what you want me to say? Yeah, like, I'm, like, I'm by myself. Like, yeah. I, I fucked up. Right. Yeah. 20,000 people are looking at me. I messed up and I got mad. Like, yeah. So, like, the, the isolation you feel on the court is the same thing in the in the press conference. Yeah. And you can't say, well, you got to ask him. Like, you know, you do that in basketball. Yeah. So, what happened? You know, you got, I mean, you got to ask the other guys, you know? I mean, I really, you know, we were struggling, whatever. But with this, it's like. You can change the narrative in other sports when asked a question like that. You can fucking yeah. talk about the coaching if you, I mean, if you're a douchebag, I wouldn't do that. But, right. Or you could talk about someone else on the team that messed up and caused you to make that error. But You can. I mean, you don't, you don't want to throw them under the bus. But, yeah, you can, you can. Like, you can take attention away from yourself yeah. in other sports. In tennis, you can't. It's all on you. So, if you make an error, it's your fault. Right. And then you have to explain why you made that error. Yeah. yeah. And then they got to rub in. You're already dealing with a loss. <coughs> I mean, some people want to cry after loss. You got to go and talk to them. And those individual sport losses, they hurt. They hurt more. Could you imagine giving more. an interview after losing in varsity tennis? Oh, yeah. I, I, I was so pissed when I lost. Yeah. Especially to someone I shouldn't lose to. I was pissed. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not the same as other sports or, like, the NBA. If you lose to, the, let's say you're the Lakers. Yeah. And you lose to, I don't know, let's say the Thunder or the Magic. It's like, I mean, yeah, we shouldn't have lost, but we'll play them again and we'll whoop their ass. In most cases in tennis, like, if it's not a conference game, you play that team once. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you don't get another chance to play that person again. Nope. Yeah. 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 No. So she said that. For her mental health, she didn't want to give interviews. They find her, mm-hmm. and then she said, "You know what? I'm withdrawing from the tournament." Yeah, and she withdrew. And I think by making the connection between mental health and interviews, the negative impact on mental health that interviews can have, I think just by making that connection, yeah, it's going to change things it because is. now it's going to be like, "Oh, you're not respecting players' mental health. This is very stressful for them." Yeah, and if, I mean, of course, like the. The anti-PC, everyone's getting soft police. They're going to hate this. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> They're really going to hate this. Like, oh, man, all these people, when we were young, we had to, okay, you know, but it's going to it's gonna have a big impact. Yeah, for sure. And I, I, think for, I think for the better, like, why force people to do interviews they don't want to do when there's always going to be some players who are willing and, and, and able and ready to talk, maybe less in tennis. If you lose a tennis match, I don't think no one's going to want to talk if they're not forced. Yeah, no. You lost a tennis match? I'm You're gonna, Federer? Yeah. I'm going to go talk <clears throat> out? No. You're yeah. going to see a lot fewer tennis players that lost give interviews after Yeah, this. yeah. If, if this has that sort of impact, for sure. I, I think it will. But in basketball, yeah, I mean, people, you're still going to find a few guys on the team who want to talk. Yeah. And maybe the only one who wants to talk is the sixth man or eighth man. Yeah. Uh, he's going to get a lot of interviews and they're going to have to learn about everyone else through him. Like, it is what it is. Yeah, but, it'll it'll probably change his media personality. But are, are the interviews even as important as they used to be? Now with social media, I feel like you could report on guys talking shit to each other, what they said on Twitter. Everyone always has a microphone. So it's like, do you really need need these post-game interviews the same way? I think uh, 
Marshawn Lynch changed the trajectory of Marshawn Lynch. Interviews. See, not everyone's as bold as him. Yeah. Um, and and <clears throat> it probably wouldn't have been good for her mental health to come every day if she if it already was anxiety. Yeah. And now put on a show like, yeah, I'm just I'm just here not to get fined. I I'm appreciate not to get fined. I appreciate your question. Doing that at the bougie ass French Open too, that would not be comfortable. Like they that have... media is a lot meaner. People yeah. gotta realize it's meaner than uh, Seattle media out there. Like. You know, they, yeah. And it's funny, so. They know. would, yeah, they would have, they would have crucified her in, in the media. Oh, she'd be on the front page <clears> of <throat> all those European magazines and stuff. And, and they would have made it racial. Oh, yeah, yeah, because they're racist yeah. as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah, would have been like, this black girl doesn't want to talk to us. Yeah, disrespect of the game have invented proper, here in Paris. Yeah, yeah, have proper interview etiquette, like, won't answer our questions. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Remember, they used to be, French Open, I always feel like, was, uh, like even towards Serena, like the fans used to root against her like angrily. That like, and Wimbledon, really. That and Wimbledon too. Yeah. yeah, both of those. They used to really root against her. Yeah. Um, here a little less, but she is from here. But there were times in U.S. Open where I'm like, they're rooting for Kornikova. Even I can the, tell they're rooting for Kornikova. Even the commentators and the way that they were talking. They oh were, yeah, yo, man, I hate. I fucking hate commentators when Serena's playing. Like me, I, I'm not national. Well, I'm a root for the black players, but yeah. I'm not national who I root for in tennis. Like I don't give a fuck. Like if it, yeah. if Monfils is playing against Andy Roddick, I'd be going for Monfils. Like I'm not national yeah, yeah. with it, right? I root for the black players. Yeah, I root for black players. Yeah. Besides that, I root for who I like, right? Yeah. So, but they are very national. Yeah. Like like McEnroe and every and all those people that come on TV, they're all they're like, no, we're rooting for the American players first. Yeah. But then it'd be Serena up there and it's like, Oh, oh well, this is a, what a great moment for the young Russian. I'm like, What? Who You're gives a shit to say about that? that? Yeah. You're not because I'm just saying be consistent. If yeah. you don't want to be national, I don't care. Root for the Russian. But you always say that you oh US tennis, we wanted to get back to this and that. But then when it's Serena and Venus, they'd be like, Oh yeah, this is her mother must be so proud. It's like, y'all wouldn't do that? Yeah, no. Yeah. And U.S., I mean, okay, to to give perspective, USA tennis is trash. It's not good overall. No, it's not. And, and we consider how many, especially, shit. Men's especially tennis? men's tennis. They haven't won since 2003. U.S. men's tennis has been terrible the last 15 years. Yeah. Terrible. Ever since you lost the... The Chang, Sampras, Agassi era, like the 90s that bled into the 2000s. Yeah, and then Andy Roddick got lucky that one. Yeah, yeah, you had Roddick. But yeah, man, I mean, and especially by population. You consider how big this country is, right? Yeah. It's like the third most populous country in the world Mm -hmm. and produces way more athletes than the top two, India and China. They don't produce a ton of athletes and definitely not tennis players. Yeah. So it's like the biggest tennis country in the world by far. 300 million people. Yeah. And you look at the top hundred in men. There's like what two or three? Yeah, not it's that like, many. And yeah. even the ones that are in there, they're not contending for grand slams. Yeah, right. Like they're just placeholders almost. Yep. Yeah, yeah no, men, men, men's U.S. tennis is bad. Women's is not the best. I mean, outside of Venus, Serena, Sloane Stevens won that one time. Yeah, Madison Keys. I'm looking now at the men's singles rankings. I bet, yeah, I, I would venture to say that there's three. Three in the top 100. In the top 100. I'm going to tell you exactly how many are in the top 100 right now. Uh, three, four, five. There are five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. There's a big caveat here, though. And They're I'll all tell you like what it is. low. Yes. Yeah. 
there's 10 uh, in the top 100, so yeah. 10% of it, which is still not that good when you consider it's a big country where a decent amount of people play tennis. Shit, like, Spain probably has like 20, 30. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. So the top is number 33, number 34, and number 35 are all U.S. Okay. Um, Eisner, Opelka, and Taylor Fritz. Those are 33, 34, 35. Okay. And then 50... Sebastian Corda, 52, Tommy Paul, and then 66, 67, two other guys, 74, 84, 88. So, yeah, no no one in the top 32. The yeah. top 32, at, come on. Yeah, those are the ones <laughs> that get the, uh, the automatic bids into Grand Slam. Exactly. The top 32. 32 tennis players. So, in those top 32, you got... You got four Italians. Yeah. Four Italians. Just four of them yeah. in the top 32. Um, you got, looks like three Russians. Okay. You got... Uh, At least five Spanish. That's you, you got two Swiss. Two Swiss. Let's see. How's the Spanish flag look? One, two, three Spanish. Three Spanish. Okay. You got you got two Canadians. Yeah, one of them black. Shout out to him. I oh, shout out to him. Who? I can't, uh, I can't pronounce his name. Felix Auger and all of this. Oh, okay. He's yeah, from yeah. Quebec, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's black? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. Must be Haitian. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Got a French name. Damn, man. Yeah. Even, all right. How many How many French? The French only have two now. Okay. Still two. They got Monfils. Monfils number 15. Shouts to him. He's still yeah. 15th in the world? Shit, yeah. He's been playing. He's never going to win the Grand Slam, but nah, shit. Never. Yeah. yeah. I think he lost today. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so... But yeah, U.S. U.S. Tennis, men's tennis. U.S. men's tennis specifically has been... It's particularly... Terrible. Yeah. For the last almost 20 years. Terrible, terrible, terrible. There's an Australian in there. There's a British person in top 32. Now, their men's tennis is pretty trash, too. Yeah. But they got one in the top 32. <laughs> Shit, that's more than us. Yeah. So, there you go. Anyway... Uh, yeah, U.S. men's tennis is trash. U.S. women's tennis is somewhat better. And Osaka, she's not U.S., but she kind of is. Like, yeah, I mean, kind of. You know, I mean, I, whatever flag they put by you is what you are. But I mean, she she clearly grew up here. She wears like she she wears the the Black Lives Matter mask and everything last year. Like, I feel like she's one of us in some ways. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, we root for her anyway because she's yeah, black. yeah, because she's black, right? Exactly. Yeah. We root for my feet. So anyway. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think it's good what she did. I think it's good. I, I know it's better for the sports. Well, find other ways to engage people. Yeah. Um, the interviews, I feel like it's not as important as it used to be. I feel like in tennis, especially. Let like, the winner do the interview. Don't yeah. even, don't make a loser do the interview. Yeah, for what? Yeah. Yeah. The, the funny thing is, though, she was going to be the winner for several rounds. Yeah, probably. She was pretty much going to be the winner. She didn't probably even want to do the winner ones. Okay, well, then. That's yeah, cool. don't. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. So they're going to have to find a way around this. And I, I, I like what she did. Yeah, because you figure they have the on-court interview after they win. Mm-hmm. They have the post-match interview in the locker room or yeah. whatever, the media room. Yeah, so. What if you don't like to talk about what you do? Look, I go to work every day and do, like, creative shit. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it after. I don't yeah. want to be interviewed about it. What if you just... I'm good at playing tennis. I don't like to talk. That's basically yeah. what she said. I have social anxiety. I don't like to talk. I want to leave the tennis on the court. And then yeah, go I, I want to play tennis. Around. That has nothing to do with talking. It yeah. is her profession has less to do with talking than either of us. Right. You yeah. gotta say word. 
Do you yeah. think it's uh, you think it's also? I think it has to do with race too. I think race yeah. plays a big part in this. Yeah, like if some white woman, one of the top white women tennis players, came out and was like, "Yeah, no, like for my mental health, I'm just not." gonna do interviews they she would, probably still would have gotten fined but i guarantee you there wouldn't have been the same media coverage or the media the narrative that the media created would not be the same true true no no i agree yeah 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 definitely and if forget if it was like a like a like a french like a french player and it was a french open for yeah. example they'd be much more understanding but oh take your time oh for sure do yeah you gotta do it they, they would not be this angry about it yeah See, so I'm looking at a CNN article now, mm-hmm. and just a paragraph in it. Um, so Osaka, she's 23 of Japan. She's number two in the world and has four Grand Slam titles. So she's like, I think she's the highest paid woman athlete right now. Oh wow! Yeah. So the international sports establishment saw her decision as a stunning rebuke of the status quo, but it's evidence too of the changing paradigms of what professional athletes, particularly women of color, are willing to accept from an international media whose treatment of said athletes often teeters from embarrassingly ignorant to blatantly sexist and racist. Quote, I believe the ability for athletes to control their own narrative has slightly shifted, said Sabrina Razak, a doctoral candidate at the University of Toronto who's published works about the treatment of Osaka by the media. But despite the advances, some media narratives perpetuate racist and sexist stereotypes of professional athletes, she added. I want to read. I want to read those uh, those pieces by that person. It yeah. was interesting. I want to yeah, send, you know. send me the truth. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad she stood up and said, "Nah, screw y'all. I don't even. I don't even need this money. I have a good job. Like, I don't. I don't need this." She could stop even... playing right now, and she'd be fine for life. She'd be fine for life. Yeah, um, I'm sure you want to keep making more. You don't want to have to nurse that money. She wants. She wants more. Yeah, but she made the statement and said, "No, you know what? This time I'm out. Yeah. So you know, you could even have. Wouldn't you rather have me?" Yeah. Then have me not here. Wouldn't you rather have me not doing interviews? Yeah. And maybe next year you come back and say, okay, not doing interviews again. What you say to that? Yeah. And they'll probably be like, all right, all right, all right, whatever. Yeah, you can pick and, and choose like, when you want to do interviews or something. Yeah, they have to change that. And once they do that, won't other people have to do it? I mean, how, how if the French Open stops or starts making it less mandatory or stops getting mad at you about it, yeah. how won't others also have to follow suit? Yeah, no, it'll definitely change the landscape of player interviews for sure. If uh, no, nah, I think it will. Yeah, definitely in tennis for sure. So, people were making a comparison between our guy Kyrie Irving. Yeah, no, I can't. No, I can't. Kyrie Irving said, "I'm not interviewing with the media all year." Yeah, he didn't articulate it this way. He did not. He did no. not stop. He started calling them pawns and stuff. <clears throat> he started name calling. He did not handle it this way. Yeah. I'm just saying. Like, he, he he started just being weird Kyrie about it. And then you go MIA for weeks. Then you just disappear. You disappear for weeks. We see you on Zoom calls raising money for, uh, like, comptroller candidates in New York. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Kyrie. Like, Osaka gave an explanation. A very intelligent explanation yes. as to why she didn't want to do interviews. When you're calling the media pawns. Yeah. And... Media is a big part of basketball. Mm-hmm. Like that dominates all of sports media in the morning. Any hot takes from basketball? Yeah, you're gonna call them pawns. Like, yeah, no, you can't. You can't do that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he just I don't know the way she handled it was much better. I think she made a statement. We would have said Kyrie made a great statement. 
if he handled it like that. No, he didn't. You he know. was just like, oh, these guys are pawns and stuff. And he just, so so incoherent, man. Yeah. Yeah. But she, he stood by her, as to be, as you would expect. And that's yeah, fine. Yeah, a lot of athletes did. I think what uh, Venus Williams said was great. What did she say? She said that um, the way that she deals with the media is like, you know, you guys can ask me these dumb questions. You can answer. You can ask me these questions that I don't agree with. At the end of the day, like I know none of you can do my job. Yeah. None of you can do my job or do the job that I've done over however long. So yeah, it doesn't bother me. But yeah, you know, not everyone handles it the same way that I do. So mm-hmm. I understand that this is how she wanted to handle it. She's not comfortable speaking in front of the media, so she chose to not do interviews. Yeah, shout out to Venus. Yeah, shout out to Venus. Yeah, but. Um, I do think that, uh, the media does give, uh, black players a more difficult time. Yeah. And definitely the the tennis media. Yeah. Especially in tennis. The tennis media. Basketball media. I mean, come on. All the stars are black, They're all black. Yeah. I mean, what, did they give Luca easier time? Nah. Nah, probably not. Yeah, nah. Larry Bird, probably, but that's a whole different, that's a whole different thing. Different story. I do think they really, I feel like. If they had a white American superstar, they would love it. This this media and people in this country would yeah. love it. They they just be waiting for the next Larry Bird. These, these Europeans don't quite count for them. They're yeah, like, no. yeah, but no, we need a great white hope. Yeah, yeah, and it just hasn't been. It probably won't. A superstar, superstar who's white from here. Yeah, white people from here. We've had here. like a couple top high school players that were white. And David then- Lee. Yeah, David Lee. But he was not a superstar. Yeah, he wasn't a superstar. We're talking about, <clears throat> has there been a white NBA player? Mm-hmm. Top. When is the last time there was a top 10 NBA player who was white? And not international? And not, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. White, white from here. Not international. Uh, Steve Not Nash. Eastern oh, European. No, Steve, yes, They're Steve damn Nash. near all Eastern European. Do we count Canada? Oh, shit. That's the closest. But it is Canada. So it's it Steve is. Nash then. Hmm. Okay, I, I would count Steve Nash because I feel like he did get that treatment as if he was because it was Canadian. People were like, "Oh, that's why he won two MVPs over Shaq, right?" Yeah, because he was a small white guy. It was like, "Oh, nah, it's crazy that he's doing that," and yeah. he was from here. Yeah, yeah. So okay, Steve Nash was the last, and then if you if you excluded Nash, if Canadian excluded or Nash? just to continue the discussion, yeah, John Stockton. John Stockton back in the day was he top ten? No, nah, he wasn't top ten player. Probably not. He wasn't a top ten player. Probably I mean, the most notable. He was a great point guard and yeah. a great point guard career, but I think at no point in his career was he quite. Maybe he was barely top ten, but but he wasn't a superstar in a way that you saw his game was like, yo, everyone wants to be like John Stockton. Like he was, yeah, he was that's a, true. He was so a floor general. Probably Larry Bird. Nash was more like more than uh, yeah, Larry Bird. I mean, Kevin Love was looking young in his career, like he could be that great great white bas- basketball hope. Missed him. I did. Kevin Love was looking like he could maybe be like his first few years in the league. Yeah, if he hadn't gone to the the Cavs, I think he had a shot to be a top ten player. Yeah, because yeah. he was having like what regular twenty twenty twenty. He points, was averaging 20 like twenty. Rim. Yeah, he was averaging like twenty six and fourteen. Yeah, twenty six and fifteen. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I don't know if he would have become a top. He was on a bad team. Who knows? But he yeah. was like one of the ones that I think of, and I'm like, who was the closest? Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, probably him. That's but they don't. Yeah, that's yeah, that's it. But yeah, in in sports like tennis, they're definitely 
definitely in women's tennis too. They're definitely mean to the to the black players. Yeah, you'll see headlines and shit, and it's just like, why are you talking so much shit about the good players? I don't get it. Yeah, like Serena's <laughs> arguably the best athlete ever, and you can still find negative shit to say about it. Like, come on, bro, just yeah, let her be great. She's yeah, great. And, and, and there's so much in tradition. Like, for example, remember remember LeBron. She's LeBron attended uh, women's tennis, right? Yeah, yeah. That's Remember right. LeBron picked up his bag when they asked him a dumb question. Yeah, and walked out. That's my favorite LeBron moment. Yeah, where he he had the he had the suit that was shorts, which was weird. Yeah, that shit was weird. And then he picked up and they asked him a question. He just said, eh? picked yeah. up the bag and walked out. Yeah. And Serena did that. Tennis media would, would lose their mind. Lose they their lost fucking mind. They lost her, their mind when she did the crip walk at the Olympics. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, is she in a gang? Yeah. Like, that's a gang walk? The, the tennis media is the worst. You got to yeah. understand tennis media. Um, if, if you're not a fan of this sport, just trust us. Think of NBA media, but worse. Like, everyone, every player, every black player especially, is LeBron James and every media member Skip Bayless. Think about that. Yeah. <laughs> Like that's, that's, that's really what comparison. it is. Yeah, yeah. Everyone is Skip Bayless, and every player is LeBron. That is tennis media, and they they yeah, they like the Europeans. They love the Europeans. Yeah, the Europeans can do no wrong. Yeah, I remember uh, one of the Europeans was like under investigation for point shaving or game yeah. shaving or something, and I mean they got like a little bit of coverage, but. They were like, yeah, no, he didn't. But you could clearly see it. Like you, if you go and look at the tape, it's like he's purposely he missing shots. Games. Like they would hit a ball, and it was it would be like a drop shot. But you know, in tennis, like yeah. there are some drop shots where you can look at it and be like, yeah, no, I'm not getting that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then there's some where it's like, oh, they he didn't get that. Yeah, I could get. He but was like, he just he looked at it, get into the net, or he wouldn't even make. He it wouldn't even it. run to it. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can easily fake it in tennis, but if you're really watching, you're like. He could have got his racket on that. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and they didn't they barely made a big deal about it. But fucking what happened? James Blake like ran I think when he was uh he was practicing or something, he like ran into the the post yeah. on the net. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, James Blake is like purposely putting his career in jeopardy by sprinting full force into yeah. the I'm like, No, he was running for the ball. Yeah, like, right. He, it was a freak accident. He didn't do that shit on purpose. Another U.S. men player who was decent for a U.S. men's player. I don't think he ever got top 10 or even top 20. Who? He? James Blake. Yeah, he was probably top 10 at one he point. He got top 10? Barely, though. I don't... He wasn't... No, I mean, at no point did we consider him a contender for a Grand Slam. But that was never a thing. No, but, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. Um, highest... Oh, shit. Okay. He did get to number four. Yeah. In 2006. Oh, damn. That's a lot higher than I thought. Yeah, he got to number four. But in 2006, that was already the Federer era. So yeah, that was... He wasn't getting nowhere. That was Federer, Nadal, Murray, probably the start of Djokovic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, Federer, Nadal, Murray, started Djokovic. So the, the furthest he ever got was the quarterfinals in 2008 of the Australian. And then he got to the quarterfinals... Of the U.S. Open in 2005 and 2006. So he never even got to the semis. He was a one-trick pony. He could serve really hard and he had a really strong forehand. That was it. Yeah. He had no backhand. He wasn't really athletic. No, no. He wasn't very athletic. Yeah, yeah. He, he was 6'1", so regular height. But, yeah. It was weird. I don't know that I really... I, I guess I kind of rooted for him because he was black. But yeah. not 
I, I didn't root for him like I rooted for Monfils. Nah, nah, nah. It's not, I don't it's know. Something about him. He's a little off-putting. I don't yeah. know why. I met him. He's from Yonkers, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You remember Justin Gimmelstaub? Yeah. Yeah. He had like a charity event or something and James Blake was uh, at it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so we, yeah. we spoke for a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Still I don't, don't like him. I don't know. He's, he's kind of boring. He had no flair. Like, Monfils has flair. Yeah, I'm like, he makes him, the like, game exciting. Yeah, he always, like, pumps his fists and does gestures and stuff. I'm Gets like, the yeah, crowd like involved. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, shouts to him. He's from uh, the suburbs outside Paris. People got flair out there. Yeah. So, yeah. I fucks with uh, Sanga, too. Yeah, Sanga. Yeah. He, he's not top. He, he's not top no more. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think he's, like, always hurt. Yeah. Muhammad Ali looking dude. Yeah, that that was my favorite player for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, nah, he 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 packed a punch. Yeah. Sanga is ranked seventy seven now. Damn. So he's, he's still top hundred, but yeah, yeah, he, he he had a good career. Yeah, no, nah, I was I was rooting for him when he made it to the Australian Open final. I think it was like oh eight. Ah, okay. Yeah. Shouts to him. Yeah. But yeah, I'm hopefully uh, the media or the sports organizations will uh, take into consideration uh, these players' mental health because you know there's no point in subjecting yourself to this shit if you're not gonna play at your at your top game. Yeah, because you're uncomfortable at taking these interviews. I watch the matches, man. It's kind of like I mean, yeah, I know they they first off. None of these major networks are dissecting what tennis players say after. Yeah, no. Like, you know, but as far as tennis, even in basketball, like, I don't know. I watch the game. I watch people talk about the game, discuss what happened in it, but I don't really need those interviews. I don't need them too much. I don't. The only time I would say I really pay attention to the interviews is NBA finals. the finals. Yeah. And NBA finals, if you win or, or lose. conference finals, it's yeah. a big deal. If you win or lose the conference or the NBA finals, yeah, I, I kind of want to hear what you have to say. Yeah, yeah, when you lose in the finals or the conference finals and you're going home, I really want to hear what you have to say, especially if I don't like you. Yeah. Like sure. when the Warriors, <laughs> when the Warriors. <laughs> When the Warriors lost in the finals, oh, I was yeah, like, nah, nah. You probably tuned into that whole, yeah, every. I was like, yo, yo, nah, turn this shit up. Yeah. <laughs> Let me hear what Draymond has to say today. You wow. know what I mean? <laughs> well, yeah, fuck Draymond. When the yeah. team you don't like, 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 like when the Nets lose to somebody this year, I hope they lose to somebody. It won't be the Lakers, but, um, I hope when they lose to the Bucks, let's, let's start manifesting that, right? When they I'm lose, okay with that. When they lose to the Bucks, I will be tuning in to hear what Durant and Kyrie have to say. About Harden, yeah, make them find them if they don't speak because we need to hear it. <laughs> like, Harden, I'm cool with Harden, he don't bother me. Yeah, he's a fun loving guy. Like, people hate him and they make jokes about him going to strip club and stuff. I'm just like, I don't know, he just seemed like he seems cool. I don't know, yeah, I never had a problem with Harden. I mean, he's also left handed, so that, yeah, true. That, that works in his favor for me. But a guy being that unathletic and still be able to be an NBA superstar, I gotta respect it. Yeah, I gotta respect it a lot more than I do. The, the, the seven foot um, squirrel slash gazelle who just shoots shots over everybody all day like like Durant I'm like okay he's great but like he has a pretty easy job yeah yeah he as just, long as you have a good jump shot I mean you shoot over everybody if, yeah if you're seven feet with a great jump shot I mean it's kind of boring watching him dominate he's just shooting shots over people he's just yeah. like Reggie Miller but taller okay getting to the basket or just shooting over whoever 
he literally shoots almost as good as Steph Curry, like like in the big scheme of things. Like he, yeah. his his splits, his three point percentage, field goal percentage, and all of that, and where he takes his shots, he's like like Steph. So it's like he's seven feet tall than Steph. Okay, yeah, that's why he's better than Steph because he's seven feet tall. So yeah, he, but but Harden. I'm like he is at a physical disadvantage out here. Yeah, he's not as he's not in as good shape and just not naturally athletic as the rest of these guys. But he just like dupes them. He just he's a great dribbler. Yeah, yeah. incredible handle. Like, I mean, you would say Kyrie has better handle because it, it's more impressive looking. Yeah, and it gets him to where he needs to be too. But. In terms of effectiveness of your handle, yeah. who's more effective than Harden's handle? It doesn't have to look as pretty. It's a, it's going to get him there. It's going to get him to the basket or get him fouled. Yeah. I don't think when Kyrie reads dribbling, he's thinking about getting fouled. He's like, I want to cross this motherfucker and get to the basket. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So in, in some ways, Harden could even be a, a better ball handler than Kyrie in terms of effectiveness of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. Kyrie over dribbles sometimes, too. Oh, all the time, yeah. <laughs> Kyrie ov- always over dribbles. Um, I, I knew that was coming. Yeah, yeah, but hey, yeah, yeah. So these interviews don't—they don't need to keep happening. We're all right. We're all right. I, I'll read the tweets. Yeah, I—I yeah, I think I, people care more about the tweets than the interviews. Definitely the tweets and what someone likes. Just like <laughs> you watching FS1, and it's like thoughts on. James Harden liking a post about how the the Rockets are a trash organization. It's yeah. like all they gotta do is hit like, yeah. and you got a, a thirty minute segment because yeah. they hit like. Yeah. Do you really need that interview? That's more valuable than the interview. Definitely. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. Sports media, I believe, will be changed um, long term because yeah. of this stance that she took. Yeah, good for her. For yeah, sure. good for her. And she'll probably win the uh, U.S. Open in a couple months. So go for Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I might bet on that. Oh, yeah. I might go. I might go. I'm, I'm going to be blowing. Uh, you, too. We're going to be blowing money on sports. Now that it's finally open, True. I feel like, yeah. yo, yo, I got to go. I got to <clears throat> yeah. go. I remember, and I, I still regret this to this day, when the Cavs were in the finals in 2017, game four, the Cavs were down... They might have been down... Did, did they go down 3-0 that year? I don't think they, did they win a game that year? Yeah, they won a game in 2017 when they still had Kyrie. They four, only got swept. It was 4-1. 4-1. I think it was game four, and they were down... They might have been down 3-0, I forget. And the game in Cleveland... Or maybe, they, maybe it was the game three, and they were down 2-0, and it was game three. Yeah, that was it. They didn't go down 3-0. They were down 2-0, game three in Cleveland. Something like that. Three or four, regardless... I could have went to an NBA Finals game in Cleveland, saw LeBron, Kyrie, and it ended up being a great game. It was like they beat the Warriors by 20 points or something. They're only winning that Finals. And I could have done it for 400. Yeah. 400 is a lot, don't get me wrong, but lower level could have been 400 to see an NBA Finals game, and I didn't do it. And Kyrie was gone the next year. LeBron was gone the year after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I... I, I don't well, know. Kyrie was gone, sorry. No, the next month. Yeah. And then LeBron was gone the next year. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to. Yeah, I could. I mean, I could top that. What? I could have gone to a Lakers. Well, Nets yeah, game. that's terrible. Nets final. You were a kid. Could have seen Shaq, Kobe, Jason Kidd, Kenyon Martin, Richard Jefferson, and yeah. I, 
elected not to go. Pretty star studded, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I was like eleven. Yeah, and for free. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I still regret, man, not going to that game. So, but I say all that to say is now that I, I I'm not taking. Maybe in a couple of years, I'll be taking it for granted again. Once we be like, man, that pandemic was wild. Like yeah. we'll be back to normal in, in a couple of years. But right now, I'm not taking it for granted. I'm like. I can go to a game. Yeah, we got. Yeah, we're doing shit. Be at a game. We couldn't even watch sports a year ago. Shit. Yeah, that we were like like four month, five month period where we couldn't watch sports. Mm-hmm. I was trash. What were they talking about on FS One during that time? <sighs> I wasn't like we on on ESPN and stuff. I didn't even look because I, I was like, know. this must be yeah, boring. I don't like, even know. I couldn't tell you. Like, were they just talking about old highlights? Like, they must that must be miserable in oh, April, yeah. May, and June. That's what they were doing on NBA TV. I remember that. NBA TV was just reruns of basketball games. March, April, May, June. Once June came, it got a little better because they were talking about how's the Orlando bubble going to work and all of that shit. But yeah, yeah, man, I don't want I don't want to see that again. No, that was that was strange. But anyway, all right. Well, that was Friday on Boys Trip. Come back Monday for more. <laughs>